we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for December 7th, 2020. And today, much like the previous studies in previous weeks, I, uh, I'm going to try to get through everything today. Uh, absolute massive amount of breaking information. A lot of it's breaking. Um, we're just discovering more and more about the 800-pound gorilla in the room known as the COVID-19 scamdemic, all aspects of it. The, the, the mask wearing, the tests, the vaccines. Every week, we're just getting more and more and more information. And this is the main thing that we're really... Now, granted, th things could happen where we could go into some type of World War III scenario, and there, there are things on a cataclysmic level that could make this seem like a non-issue overnight, uh, where they would maybe have to even put this agenda on the back burner but for right now this seems to be the 800 pound aids infested gorilla in the room that we're forced to kind of deal with because this is the the primary mechanism whereby which they're trying to bring in the great reset under and that a lot of that's going to involve i believe in the in the latter stages the antichrist and the false prophet when they have arisen um in taking that and running with it further obviously then you look at the scenarios presented in like revelation and daniel and in, in the new testament regarding the tribulation period so gonna go ahead and start off today with our strategic warfare prayer for 2020 uh that's just what it's named i mean it's just as applicable for any year particularly now um so as i always say it's always good to do like some type of lord's like when Jesus said, pray this way, you know, like a, it doesn't have to be that exact prayer, but um, in that manner, the Lord's prayer, making sure you're right with the Lord, putting on the full armor of God, also praying something like Psalm 64, because Psalm 64, you're asking for God's protection and you're asking God to judge the wicked and wickedness that all men would see and fear and declare the work of god that they would wisely consider of his doing and the righteous would be glad in the lord and trust in him on all the upright and heart will glory according to psalm 64 so those are things that are always good to do prior to doing a prayer like this because when you when you get into warfare type prayers you do become more of a target you, you get on satan's radar you want to be on satan's radar though right that's where we want to be i mean if we're not on satan's radar we're not <laughs> we're doing something wrong Okay, so we want to be on his radar, but I like, um, I just feel like that Psalm 64 teaching I've done, if you haven't heard it, is one of the most important uh, studies I've ever done. It was truly life-changing for me, and I think it's been truly life-changing for a lot of people, and if you're not aware of that, just key in Psalm 64 um, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, and that'll, that, I think that'll be a blessing to you. Okay, so without further ado, we'll just start us out here. Uh, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we nullify, dismantle, cancel, and forcefully oppose all satanic operations, maneuvers, manipulations, subversion, strategies, tactics, plots, plans, and ploys, which are designed to hinder, prevent, frustrate, foil, deny, or delay God's original plans and purposes from the quick and swift and speedy manifestation taking place in the correct timeline and season. We rebuke and dismantle all satanic alliances and confederations. Let every evil, covert, and clandestine effort uh, and endeavor to fail 
cause the news media to be caught in their own lying manipulation so that only truth is manifested, we decree that every satanic strategy of inhibition, prohibition, and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We declare all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay would be exposed and destroyed. O God, confound the devices and evil plans of the enemy that they have crafted, so that their hands are not able to perform their enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the host of darkness and bring an end to all deceptive, secret, and destructive measures designed uh, to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. For this reason was the Son of God made manifest, that he would destroy the works of the enemy. We overrule all strategies, tactics, and curses of the enemy by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. We overthrow spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes according to Isaiah 54, 17. We reverse the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and plans to bring in a chaotic, bloody revolution in America and to usher in the martial law and the new order. We break those curses, Lord God. We decree and declare that their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail and their plans shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact. And their threatenings and violent verbal dealings are returned on them 100-fold. Father, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding <clears throat> their attempts to manipulate end-time events, leading to the destruction of your righteous seed. Send them... Send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kind of angels necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelation upon any righteous person and government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom to come upon them. Cause them to be a holy trumpet shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits, and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every spirit that is released from their diabolical assignment to be cast into the abyss until which time they be cast into the lake of fire. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the realm of the spirit so that they will hit the bullseye. Let the laws that govern this prayer and all spiritual warfare strategies and tactics be binding by the word, the blood, and the Holy Spirit. We seal this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lamb. Amen. <clears throat> so... We, I think that's very, very powerful, what we just prayed there. And um, when I, all of this this prayer, this prayer is peppered with Bible verses. So you may be wondering where, okay, where do we have the biblical precedent to pray this? Okay, well, it, this whole prayer is peppered with Bible verses in it. I'm not reading the Bible verses, but they're there if you want to seek those things out. Like where it says, let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth, capital S, spirit of truth. Well, just like, the spirit, capital S, of adoption, which we talked about last week, they're specific spirits, and they're angelic, obviously, that have to do with truth or righteousness or 
in other words, just like the body of Christ, angels have different specialties. Okay, just like in the um, in the uh, realm of Satan, there are devils and demons and and evil entities and fallen angels that have specialties. Okay, one might be have a specialty in lust, and this is the whole concept of deliverance. You're casting out specific spirits. Well. The um, angelic realm, the good angelic realm, is just the same. And I, I just had a guy email me saying, oh, I'm adding to, to salvation now with the spirit of adoption thing. I'm not adding anything. I'm not going to include that in my teaching on salvation, okay? Because the spirit of adoption would lead you to where you would want to actually look at my teaching on salvation or any other person that's teaching salvation. But it's not... It, it doesn't have anything to do with like a prayer you pray to the spirit of adoption or anything like that. But I do believe that Jesus gave us the power to bind and loose and we can loose that good angelic spirit, the spirit of adoption, capital S, capital A, okay, meaning it's a specific angelic entity in order to draw someone to salvation, okay? Uh, I'm, he's accusing myself. I'm like, how wicked of me to, to loose the spirit of adoption on somebody? I mean, that's just so... I haven't heard of anything as wicked as that, actually. I mean, I just can't, you know. Anyway, I, I just kind of wanted to clarify that. Um, let's see here. So there's just some bi more Bible verses here. Isaiah 26, 8. Yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, we have waited for thee. Now, it's saying here in Isaiah that in the way of thy judgments, we have wait we're waiting for God's righteous judgments to be on the land. Okay, which is what that teaching that i did on the courts of heaven and then the first part petitioning the courts of heaven regarding god's righteous judgments to be on the land because that is really the world's only hope for god to intervene and for his righteous judgments to be on the land now meaning that when god judges wickedness good things always happen but when wickedness multiplies out of control and is not judged well nothing good ever comes of that Okay, I mean, obviously, Jesus Christ is 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 our is is the um, ultimate answer to all of this. It's it's I'm not I'm not disputing that. But when God judges wickedness, good things always happens, and that's what Psalm 64 is about. The whole thing there. So, yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, we have waited for thee. That's where we're at right now. If you're a born again Christian. Uh, we want to we want to see God's righteous judgments to come down on all the wickedness that we're just you know constantly faced with now everywhere you turn. The desire of our soul is to Thy name and to the remembrance of Thee. So that's where God's name be glorified, and God will share His glory with no one. Okay, so we want um, His name. And in his remembrance and the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God to be glorified. Next verse. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, within my spirit within me I will seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. And this is again why we want God's judgments in the earth. Okay, but remember, judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. And that's a big reason I believe all these charlatan and lukewarm 501c3 pastors, and I'm not saying everyone in the 501c3 church is a charlatan or lukewarm, but the vast majority, okay, and the clergy response team, I, I, pray, I, I really believe that's why they would never cover these types of verses or in any kind of real biblical way, 
because they don't want God's righteous judgments to be in the earth because they're going to be the ones that are judged first according to what the word of God says. Judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. So that's where it needs to start because the church has left the battlefield. Okay? Is the reason that we're in the shape we're in right now. Now, I understand the Bible predicts it all. Bible clearly lays it out. We're in that whole Revelation 3, Laodicean church era. The Bible says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy you know, 3.13. So, you know, we're in that time of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, when God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. We're at the time also of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where that there will be a falling away, an apostasy, a apostia, essentially from the Greek, of the church, and that wicked capital W, the Antichrist, will be revealed. We're right on the cusp of that. We're, the falling away has been happening, but the wicked hasn't been revealed yet. Okay, so um, we're right there, you know. But for when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. So that's what we, we need to be praying for. And that was what the study I did on the courts was really about. To pray for God's righteous judgments to be in the earth. I mean, has anything else that the, the church been doing really worked? I mean, it's just getting worse by the day, pretty much. But there's very, very few uh, Christians out there that are aware of this and are praying for it or know about it or could even handle it. Because of all of the lukewarm you know, tickling your ears type of preaching that's happened for so long in most churches. And then the next verse, let favor be showed if you, basically this is like if, let favor show, be shown to the wicked, yet they will not learn righteousness. So if you let favor be shown to the wicked, they're not going to learn righteousness. They're just going to get more wicked. That's why we need God's judgments on, on wickedness. I mean, it, 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 in other words, if you if you um, if you um, give the wicked favor in his wicked endeavors, how is that going to teach him anything? Okay, it's not other than to just be more wicked because they're getting away with it. Um, in the land of uprightness, he will deal unjustly. Meaning, the wicked, even if he's in an upright land, he's going to deal unjustly with those around him. And will not behold the majesty of the Lord. He's going to hide his face from the Lord. They're going to, they're going to, because they love darkness, is what the Bible says. So, just those, those few verses there. And um, before we get into the main part of the study, uh, I'm just going to play some, some brief clips here. This is, they sold their soul for rock and roll. The Beatles and the Rolling Stones. This is a video excerpt from Good Fight Ministries' popular documentary, They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll, which is like a really, really long, multi-hour, extremely comprehensive video series that you can buy, and I think you can watch it online. Um, I, I might be wrong, but I think you can. If not, it's well worth the money to buy it on um, rock and roll, okay? And the, the roots the origins they go into a lot of different bands so let's go ahead and just look at this one real quick here okay so i'm gonna play this
Good Fight Ministries. Goodfightministries.org, is it? Yeah, Good Fight. I'm sorry. Just one word. Good Fight, one word, dot O-R-G. And the link's there if you click on this link. It's, it's there below the video. The Beatles, who knew Kenneth Anger, pretended to be a man of peace, but really wanted violent revolution. John Lennon said that the Beatles were as much revolutionaries as the Stones were. The Beatles and the Rolling Stones were two of the, the earliest, like, pure rock and roll type of groups with a totally satanic agenda to bring about this communistic um overthrown new world order type of world that we're actually moving it that was their dream both of those groups we're just getting to it now where it's being made manifest more in america took a lot long time to get us there but these were the seeds that were planted way back when to get us there John Lennon here after so that's the Beatles talking about that you talk about a revolution but when you talk about destruction don't you know that you can count me out then changes out to end showing the Beatles true intent for violent revolution yeah. which is again what we're right on the cusp now I mean if Trump let's say he gets in okay and, and again this is what we were we've been predicting okay before this and you know a lot of stuff up in the air right now and dragging and dragging and dragging. And you notice I'm not covering any of that because I've already kind of stated where where I stand, where I think this is going to end up. From a satanic standpoint, they're going to accomplish more if Trump's in office. But what it's going to do after they've already said Biden won is just make the left go absolutely insanely crazy. Now, if it doesn't happen, okay, well, then evidently they went to plan B. Remember, these are fluid things. It's not like... You know, the devil can't change his mind or whatever regarding a particular person he wants into office. They're probably doing a lot of, um, oh, I don't know, the AIs that they're running are probably calculating what is better. What? How are we going to get the smoothest transition into the new world order? Would it be with Biden in office or would it be on Trump? And I think it's going to be Trump because obviously when he's in office, a ton of the people on the right go to sleep because they think everything's fine and in Trump we trust and all the other stuff. Okay, whereas Biden, they're going to actually be woke up. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not saying that it can't go Biden's way, but... um. I don't even want to get into all of that mess because the, the teachings, if I were to try to do that, would you know turn into 10-hour monstrosities. So he says, you can count me out, meaning talking about a revolution, but then he says in, meaning you can count me in on a, on a revolution. The Rolling Stones and the Beatles promoted Crowley's satanic revolution. Aleister Crowley, the 666, the great beast, the one that, you know, bragged about, you know, um, sodomizing little boys and basically child sacrifice in order to gain more power. Uh, you know, he was, you know, revered, revered by many, many, many rock bands and the Beatles being one of them album is their satanic majesty's request and sergeant Pepper's their satanic majesty's request okay so that was one of their albums the <laughs> hearts club band with their satanic majesty's request the stones employed the same name for satan as did anger's film lucifer rising 
on the front cover of the album, Mick Jagger is seen dressed like a warlock. Yeah. And at the top of the album... He's got a big witch's hat on. He's showing you all this stuff in the background as he's talking. Majesty's request, we see the alignment of planets supposedly heralding the Crowleyan Satanic Age. Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones set up this time, quote, I believe we're moving toward a new age in ideas and events. Astrologically, we are at the end of the age called the Pisces Age. A beginning of which people like Christ were born. Okay, so the the age of Pisces, and I've said this many, many times, the, the, the New World Order is all about taking us from the age of Pisces that they say the Jesus of the Bible kind of dominate, even though they say Jesus was an ascended master and one of the little littler ascended masters. I mean, and I've got into this in other teachings. Just key in Master Jesus in the uh, keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I got in, I broke all that down before on their their ascended master, uh, Jesus, that they've got like the cheap knockoff one. Uh, and to bring us from the age of Pisces that was dominated by Jesus to the age of Aquarius. And again, there was a song then, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay. And that was what that was all about. Bringing us from the old world order into the new world order. And in order to do that, they have to destroy the old world order, which is why we're seeing the economy destroyed, why we're seeing all of this destruction around us right now, because they got to burn the old world order down. And out of the ashes of the old world order will come like a phoenix rising, the new world order, which will bring us into the age of Aquarius, where the same old lie from Satan, ye shall be as gods that he told to Eve. That's going to be the um, ultimate carrot. And again, they're trying to change our DNA with these vaccines and all of this other stuff in order to prime us to get us to accept the new world order that's coming. Soon to begin the age of Aquarius, in which events is important, as those at the beginning of Pisces are likely to occur, there is a young revolution in thought and manner about to take place. What few people realize is that their satanic majesty's request was put out in conjunction with the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band album wow. to promote the new age of Satan. Yeah, so they, they're two gigantic albums from two of the biggest rock bands of the day back then the beatles and the rolling stones they came out at the same time the satanic majesty's request and sergeant pepper's lonely heart club bands the the album covers of both back front are filled with all types of satanic things alistair crowley is actually pictured on the sergeant on the uh sergeant pepper lonely heart club album cover he's one of the guys in the background there and i mean it could they couldn't be any more satanic but back in the day you know most people weren't aware of this stuff that we're getting into right now. You have to understand, like, when I started researching this back in 94, the early part of 94, where I read the book and Route to Global Occupation by Gary Kaw, where he was a UN insider and broke down all the things that he saw while he was in the UN, all the Freemasonic stuff, all the United Nations stuff, all the one world. And, and basically, that's how I got saved, by that book, because... It laid it out. So that's what I cut my teeth on. That's why I've always been interested in, in this. And it's really, honestly, it's really, that book was really the foundation of this ministry. If you think about it, because I have not deviated from that since I got saved, because it just seemed so like, wow, this is such a part of modern day Christianity, really. This whole deception that we're under, that the Bible does predict, but it doesn't predict every single little nut and bolt and nook and cranny like we're seeing now okay as far as it doesn't you know obviously the bible doesn't say there's going to be the united nations and they're going to you know what i mean 
doesn't get into those type but it does give us the broad blueprint okay but you know this was kind of the infancy for a lot of people like let's say 90s and maybe 80s where a lot of this stuff was i mean totally unknown in the churches they weren't researching this stuff there wasn't where there wasn't the internet that you could go to where you could just get information on this i mean when i was a kid growing up i remember my parents bought me a whole the whole world encyclopedias okay i i i, I had them and that was a big deal most kids didn't have that and i had like all the world encyclopedias it was it was a lot of money to do that and like if i had to do a paper or report i always had this instead of maybe having to go to the library which was the which was the main option for a lot of people but even then there weren't all the plethora of information right now that you can go and just with a um little keyword search find now granted it's getting harder and harder because so much of the actual truth is being censored now can't hardly find anything on youtube you've got to know where to go almost ahead of time if you want to find the truth on something you've got to have websites saved or whatever almost every single one of the of the in fact, I think every single search engine I use now, even the good ones I talked about, still, most of the time, if you're actually really trying to find out something about like COVID-19 or something, you still can't really find it. You got to know where the specific sites are. But there was a long time, though, you could do that. And um, then more books came out and more people like, you know, Fritz Springmeier and those and Gary Kaw and those in like the 90s started coming out with this stuff. And now it's led us to where we are today. But man, back in the day, this type of information, I mean, Christians weren't aware of it probably at all. You know, they just didn't have the, the, um, the knowledge base. Came out in 1967. Both were highly psychedelic and both were poised to take the hippie revolution further yeah. down the both, path. They, uh, both bands totally, totally encouraging you to take all the psychedelic drugs, any kind of drug, pot, you know, make love, not war. If it feels good, do it. And, and Aleister Crowley, the main thing is he says, he said that the motto of the coming new age is going to be do what thou will shall do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Meaning the law is go, the satanic law is going to be boiled down to if it feels good, do it. Well, okay. What if that interferes on someone else's rights or whatever? Well, it doesn't matter. You know, if it feels good, do it essentially. And that's, that's one of the main tenets of essentially satanism which is what they're trying to bring in through these movements the proudly satanic revolution both albums are also heavily adorned with eastern mystical symbols and drugs both the beatles and the rolling stones are wearing uniforms and both are pictured with deadpan looks upon their faces notice on the front cover of the beatles sergeant peppers is the statement welcome the rolling stones Tony Sanchez wrote his book Up and Down with the Rolling Stones about a Beatles or Rolling Stones meeting where they talked, quote, long into the night about music and revolution and how they were going to change the world. On the front cover of the Rolling Stones album, Their Satanic Majesty's Request, a slightly veiled picture of John Lennon is seen. This same picture is also found on the inside sleeve of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. 
On the Stones album, we also see a semi-camouflaged picture of George Harrison of the Beatles. His head being covered with magic mushrooms, a biblically forbidden doorway to Satan called Pharmakia. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album is covered with a collage of people known as the Magic Crowd. These are the faces of different people that the Beatles considered part of the mystical club. The Beatles described them as their heroes and people they looked up to. In this crowd, you find pictures of one-worlders like Karl Marx and mystics like Edgar Allan Poe and Carl Jung and Aldous Huxley, who Crowley reportedly turned on to mescaline. The Aldous Huxley, the one that wrote Brave New World. <laughs> okay. Which, you know, like George Orwell in 1984, Aldous Huxley, Brave New World, which is where we're, we're moving into right now, which is what they wanted. It was also placed a picture of occultist William Burroughs, who claimed to have become demon-possessed after killing his wife on the Sgt. Pepper's album. Also making the cast was the most popular starlet of the 1960s, Jane Mansfield. Mansfield was a high priestess in Anton LaVey's yeah. Church of Satan. Mansfield admitted to using her Satanism to both seduce and gain worldwide fame. The Beatles also placed a slew of Eastern gurus on the album as they continued their assault on Christianity. Incredibly, one of the people who was to be pictured on the album as part of the Beatles club was none other than Adolf Hitler. Hitler was yanked presumably because he was considered too controversial to appear on the album. Hitler's picture can be seen on the sidelines just prior to the shooting of the album cover. It has been well documented that Nazism was... They had like, I don't know, like a cutout of him that they put on the side. ...in the occultic teachings of Madame Blavatsky and others. Now, Lester Crowley claimed that Hitler was his disciple and was seeking to implement the teachings of the Book of the Law through his policies of the triumph of the will. And of course, as we have noted on the top left, we find... So, Hitler was an Aleister Crowley disciple. And then we see Aleister Crowley on the actual... the This... this um pantheon of devils on the sergeant pepper lonely heart club band um album cover here here we see out you know the great beast 666 you know the devil himself alistair crowley uh, none other than alistair crowley it is believed that crowley is the one that the beatles are referring to when in the song sergeant peppers they state it was 20 years ago today that sergeant pepper taught the band to play it was 20 years before the release of this album, almost to the day when Crowley died, wow. and many of his followers believed marked the beginning of the new age. Crowley declared that he would lead an army of youth in the revolution to implement the new age, and apparently the Beatles dubbed him Sergeant Pepper. Yep. John Lennon stated, there were very few things... You see how we're right on the cusp of all the stuff that they started way back when, that, that we're, we're right on the cusp of it, right now. Of this, all their plans that they think they're going to come in and usurp God and they're going to win this and all this stuff. We're right on the cusp of that, guys. And that's why this is so um, apropos, if you will, regarding like setting the, the tone for, for the teaching today type of thing. Because, you know, we're there to the Beatles that weren't really well thought out. Lennon said that he realized that he was part of a club of mystics who had been initiated into the same spiritual club. God's word in the book of Revelation describes Satan's church as the whore of Babylon. She is depicted as a sorceress and Revelation chapter 17 verse 4 states, quote, the woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand filled with the abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. A depiction of the satanic church or the scarlet woman, as both Crowley and Anger refer to her, is found on the Sgt. Pepper's album. 
Crowley taught that the beast and the scarlet woman would gather their children into their fold and bring the glories of the stars into the hearts of men. Yeah. Notice on the Sgt. Pepper's album, we see a sorceress adorned in scarlet and with precious stones yeah. and gold yep. and pearls. Notice also that she is holding up a golden cup in her hand as the book of Revelation states. Right. Notice in her other hand, she's holding an upside down pentagram. The London Times... Wow. And what, there, what he doesn't say here is it looks like she has four arms. I mean, she's got, she's got four arms at least, if not six. And because he's showing a close-up of her. And we look at Hinduism and we look at Kali, K-A-L-I, which I've talked about that, the daughter of Shiva, Kali, the goddess of death in Hinduism, which is one of their main deities they pray to. Shiva, which we have Shiva, the, the statue of Shiva um, outside of CERN, the particle collider. Okay, over in, in Europe there, which is, you know, trying to open up black holes and create dark matter and, and basically release, you know, every devil and demon in hell in our, into our plane of existence. And um, Kali was Shiva's daughter, supposedly, and um, had six arms and was the goddess of death. And it looks a lot like Kali from the, the fact that, you know, she's got multiple arms here that Sergeant Peppers was, quote, a decisive moment in the history of Western civilization. It was a decisive moment at this time in history as Satan made major inroads in preparing the world for the coming of the Antichrist. Ringo Starr, in a takeoff from Sergeant Peppers, put out an album where he is seen with a demon or a fallen angel. Ringo Starr seems to be conveying the idea that he is being influenced by this spirit. In fact, at the top of this album, we see that Ringo Starr depicts himself as merely a puppet on the wizard's hand. God's word says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, like Ringo Starr, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. Demonic beings who are using human beings to advance Satan's yes, agenda. Exactly. I mean, you know, that's somewhat of love. A lot of that was bull****, really. It was all what the press was saying. After the 1960s had passed, George Harrison of the Beatles would admit that the so-called love of the hippie movement was a delusion that was really destructive. You know, I went to hate Ashbury, expecting it to be this brilliant place, and it was just full of horrible, spotty, dropout kids on drugs. It certainly showed me what was really happening in the drug cult. It wasn't what I thought of all these groovy people getting having spiritual awakenings and being autistic it was just it was like the bowery it was like it's like everybody was demon possessed because of all they're so whacked out from all the drugs and psychedelic drugs they were doing alcoholism it was like any which is the greatest way if you want to get one of the greatest ways if you want to get demon infested well just do these types of gateway drugs especially when you get stuff like lsd and the harder stuff you're really opening yourself up to demon possession or demon infestation at bare minimum uh, addiction. Okay, so we have that. Um, now let's go to the next one. The role, and I want to just say a little bit more about the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil, uh, Altamont, is it Altamont, California? Yeah, I believe so. December 6, 1969, concert. Okay. Meredith Hunter, 18 years old, was killed at this Altamont concert. The Hell's Angels were acting as bodyguards, and you can see that clearly in the, in the video that, um, is widely available okay i watched it the problem is is i can't i'm not going to post the link because there was some nudity and there's some inappropriate stuff in the video um which i didn't even know until i watched it but it was only like a seven minute clip but it was a video and what it's showing you is when 
and I was trying to find the clip because I, I, I could have swore the good fight had the had the link to it. And I think I might have played the audio to the video before. But it's when they start that song, Sympathy for the Devil, that, and this is back in 69, okay? Right around when it was released, that the crowd would just start going nuts, okay? And um, they... There were there was a documented and it was on film and on footage and I believe that's this Ultimate content concert when uh, one of the people got killed. Okay, in this one I think they might have been shot. There was another where somebody threw something and killed somebody. It would be like clockwork every time the Rolling Stones would start that song and it it starts like it's not like it's some big hard rock riff type of song. It's it's um. You know, it's it's more of a mellow type of the way it starts. And you wouldn't think that'd get everybody so riled up, but you have no idea what could be going on in the spiritual realm. But it's called Sympathy for the Devil. So an 18-year-old Meredith Hunter was killed at this Altamont concert, December 6, 1969. The Hell's Angels, okay, what is that? Fallen Angels, essentially. But it's the biker gang acting as bodyguards were there. You can clearly see them in the video. And people are acting just totally demon-possessed insane in the video so two days and then just a little bit more on this two days after the rolling stones recorded sympathy for the devil presidential hopeful robert f kennedy the brother of the assassinated president was shot to death following which is following the april death of martin luther king jr a devilish year to say the least 1968 saw the release of the film's rosemary's baby which was the film about the antichrist being born okay and I've never watched it. I really, really bad. Okay, I wouldn't advise you watch it. And then on another show called The Devil Rides Out, both of which had stand-in characters for the wickedest man of the earth. Guess who? Alistair Crowley, who had died like you know some twenty years before that. And they were saying that marked the the, the dawning of of the uh, or the start of the new age, as they said in the last video. Okay, the Great Beast, Alistair Crowley. The Rolling Stones also dropped what many fans or at least one fan believe was their finest al album which is beggar's banquet the album opened with a request an animalistic and satanic now this is this is i got this text from a article writing about this that wasn't against it okay was just stating facts about this what we're talking about here okay so this wasn't from a christian source okay um the Okay, let me just read that again. Uh, the album, this Beggar's Request, or I'm sorry, Beggar's Banquet, the album opened with a request, animalistic and satanic, to consider the achievements of temptation. Sympathy for the Devil, the song, which was on the Rolling Stones album, Beggar's Request, will turn 50 this year, and that was at the time of, time of the, they wrote this, which, which was 2018. Now, their satanic majesty's request album which is different came out in the middle of the hippie summer of love who had who had to record the album in between jail stints for jagger richards and jones because they were you know being thrown in jail and stuff band member keith richards told rolling stones in 1971 quote there are black magicians who think we are acting as unknown agents of lucifer and others who think we are lucifer then he says, everybody's Lucifer. So it's not like he denied anything. He just basically, you know, he said everybody's Lucifer, including themselves. Now, let's go to the next report. Guess what song they have on rotation at the Trump rallies? 
besides YMCA by the gay band The Village People that they proudly played, and I played the clips from that. Well, because they rotate these songs. Well, of course, it is Sympathy for the Devil, okay, by the Satanist rock band The Rolling Stones. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. So let's just listen to this real quick. This isn't a very long little video. So I kind of wanted to say all that beforehand to kind of get you primed and ready for this tiny little video. Donald Trump's sympathy for the devil. Okay, this is a Donald Trump rally. Grand, Grand Rapids, Michigan. This was when they were doing it live. Um, that's Tina Turner, I believe, singing... Here it comes. So this is Sympathy for the Devil. So right after Tina Turner, um, then comes Sympathy for the Devil. And it's this is at the Trump rally. Mick Jagger, just so you know, is also on the uh, Jeffrey Epstein flight logs, which I'm sure Trump did that as well. I mean, uh, I've seen evidence of that, actually. But they, but again, they're suppressing that because they, they don't want to go that far. It's so easy to connect Trump with Jeffrey Epstein. They were buddies. Okay, I've done that over and over and over. But it's so funny. Such low-hanging fruit. If the left really, really wanted him to take him out, and to discredit him and, and, and to smear him, why wouldn't they go after that low-hanging fruit of all the myriad of connections, myriad of pictures between him and Jeffrey Epstein, yet they won't touch that, which tells you this is all theater. All this stuff about the left being against Trump. Now, I do believe there's competing factions of the Illuminati, okay? There's Trump's faction, which is more the synagogue of Satan, Zionist, Kabbalah-practicing Jews, and I'm, I'm not throwing all Jews under the bus. I'm just saying that particular sect. And then there's the other faction, which is more the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons, and that faction that I do probably believe generally do hate Trump. I could be wrong about that, though, as well. Okay? I do believe it's all theater, and I've, I've stated that many times over. So I was around when Jesus Christ, had, Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Now this is Satan. Look, this is sympathy for the devil, okay, by the Rolling Stones. So he's playing this at his, his stinking rallies. So and he made D.A.M. sure, Satan did, that Pilate, Pontius Pilate in the Bible washed his hands and sealed his face. Remember when he said, I washed my hands of this and sealed his fate and really sealed the fate of not only Pilate, but in, in a way, although Jesus knew this was going to happen. I mean, Jesus, I do believe knew he was born for this moment, obviously. Okay. But, um, let's go further. Please to meet you. Hope you get my name. 
Pleased to meet you. Hope to guess my name. Somebody's holding up some sign they're trying to focus in on. And I'm not sure what it's. It says Trump something. Hope you guess my name. Meaning, are you going to guess it's Satan? Because it is. But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. Meaning, what is the nature of Satan's game? I really believe what it really boils down to, if you boil it all down, thousand years from now, whatever, is who's going to end up in hell and ultimately the lake of fire with Satan and who's going to be in heaven? Because if you think about it and just say 2,000 years from now, that's all that's going to really matter, isn't it? I mean, who's in heaven and who's in hell? I mean, that's the main things that will matter. Not because it's the only, but it's it's right up there. Souls, you know. Okay. Uh, it, it, where you are, uh, literally, Caitlin. So they're showing another another live feed from CNN where you can hear Sympathy for the Devil, Grand Rapids, Michigan, playing in the back just to give you a double confirmation that they were playing this at the Trump rally. Are they the only ones who don't... I played you the one where they're playing the YMCA by the Gay Village people. And why would they see me talking about the YMCA? Because it, the YMCA, I believe at that time, was just for men. Like the YWCA was for women especially back in the days when the village people. So, so why would a gay guy want to go to the YMCA to work out? Most likely, no, to scope out other guys. And, and that's why they taught, they were singing about the YMCA, this gay group from, I believe, San Francisco. Trump to have this fight? No, they're actually not. I've talked to several people inside the White House. Hold on, let me just check one other thing here. I've been around for a long, long year, stole many a man's soul to waste. That's That's before um i didn't get i didn't tell you that line but he's he's showing the lyrics on screen so you can hear what's playing in the background so this is satan who's who's gonna seal your soul you know satan actually not i've talked to several people inside the white house today who do not think this is a wise fight for the white house to get into instead they wish the president would focus a little bit more on the russia investigation because they say that that's been such a great week for them and they're watching the news play out this week and instead health care is becoming the leading story now today the president said he's tasked those three republican lawmakers with coming up with some kind of health care proposal but that is not what we are hearing from our sources on capitol Instead, Capitol Hill is... Okay, so um, he was just trying to show some stuff in the background. There really nothing I, I didn't cover, and that's why I wasn't saying anything. But, um, yeah, so we have that. I, I just wanted to, you know, once again, you know, and it's not like it's hard to do. It's not like, oh, Trump doesn't... This is one of the songs on their rotation, okay? Village People, YMCA. I'm not saying that they play the same set of songs at every single rally, but maybe they do maybe they don't but it's one of the songs that they are playing okay so then we have this um evangelicals now this is from um dr june and um it's entitled evangelicals false prophet cindy jacobs trump covid vaccines and national news now i'm gonna play i don't know uh, about 11 about 10 minutes of a video from dr june regarding that subject evangelicals false prophets cindy jacobs trump covid vaccines and national news now before i play it let me give you some background on this cindy jacobs which i really wasn't i'd heard of her but there's so many whacked out 
devils in the charismatic movement that have been there sometimes for decades that it's very hard to keep up with all of these apostate charlatans most of them are 100 percent motivated by money and um, power it seems and i believe that the vast majority of them are closet luciferians that are put in that place to deceive the body of christ on purpose by design now, i've got into that before just key in toronto blessing unmasked okay toronto blessing unmasked in youtube and if you get that you're going to see some grainy videos those are my videos i was probably one of the last copies in existence and i sent them to a listener who knew how to convert them into the format where you could upload them online but remember they're copies of copies that have been then copied online but you can still see the the gist of everything i think it's like 20 hours of footage i'm not exaggerating and it's one of the it's the main thing that god used to bring me out of the charismatic movement because when you come when you're done with the 20 hours you can really come to know the conclusion that these people are luciferian satanists okay you really can i mean like kenneth copeland and, and um benny hinn and hagan and in you name it okay um you really can't come to any other conclusion rodney howard brown the holy ghost bartender you just can't really come to any conclusion other than that they are Satanists and Luciferians put in position for this exact reason. Um, Generals International is a prayer-based... Now, this is from this Cindy Jacobs. It's a prayer-based organization founded by Mike and Cindy Jacobs in 1985. So this has been around a long time, okay? We're talking, you know, quite a bit of time here what 35 years um far earlier than i was ever even a christian cindy jacobs is intoxicate intoxicated with the power of speaking affirmatively about what she thinks is her spiritual heritage in christ she has found a way that seems right to her but the end of it is death for her and those that follow her because if the blind lead the blind the bible says they're going to both fall into a ditch at best she is totally deluded and deceived and at worst, she is actually a Luciferian doing this on purpose by design. And while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage, according to what the word of God says. So somebody like Sidney Jacobs promises her, her, her followers liberty, but all she's doing is bringing them into spiritual bondage. Um, now, I'm going to say some verses here that probably going to rub some people the wrong way and i would say i'm not going to get into some big teaching i don't have time to do it today i've already done a teaching on the subject and i posted here and it's and it's called what women can do for the lord parts one and two now it's not chauvinistic it's what the bible says and i'm not going to get into a whole exposition of these verses i'm going to tell you but i think in this particular application it's appropriate for me to say them because this woman and anyone like her has no right to do what they're doing from a biblical standpoint, okay? Because she's acting in the capacity of a pastor, essentially. And this is very common. Joyce Myers, this lady. Um, I'm sorry, but any woman online that's going up there and doing Bible studies and acting like they're in capacity of a pastor, 
I don't see any Bible for it. I don't care if they told me that God told them to do this. God is not the author of confusion, period. He is not. And I'm sorry, but every single time I've ever seen this happen, in all the time I've ever been online, it always turns into a nightmare eventually because they're not under the right kind of biblical headship. And they're doing something unbiblical is what they're doing. Well, they're just teaching other women. Okay, I can understand if it was in a small circle and she was like a, uh, a, uh, a, very, um, like a very mature Christian and for her to teach other women, I kind of get that. But when you're online, you, you don't have any parameters or, or like that set on you. You're teaching anybody that goes to your website and you're acting in capacity of a pastor. I don't call myself a pastor, a bishop, deacon, elder. I'm not qualified. Bible says that the pastor, the bishop, the elder, the deacon, or what they're all to be the husband of one wife. Well, I'm not married. Okay, so I don't call my, I, all I call myself is a watchman. I'm not a pastor. I'm not anybody's spiritual leader or anything like that. I don't want to be that. I'm not called to be that. Okay, so I'm not holding them to a higher accountability than I hold myself. So I don't feel like I'm being hypocritical in that regard. Now, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 2, 14, 2, 12 through 14, it says, but I suffer not a woman to teach. Okay, she's doing that. She's been doing it. Her and legions of other women out there that have their own ministries without any real biblical headship. Or if they, or if supposedly they are married, like she is to this Mike guy, she's not in, she's not in, she's not in submission or subjection to her husband. That's very obvious by her, by you know, her teachings and things of this nature. It's all out of order. And again, God is not the author of confusion. He's laid it out in the New Testament the way church should be. And when we deviate from that, we open doors to the devil. Now, I realize in today's day and age where, you know, feminism is the norm and all this other stuff that, you know, I'm a big chauvinistic pig for saying such a thing. I don't really care how the world would judge me. What I really care about is what does the Bible clearly say and are we adhering to that? And if you have a problem with that, it's not so much with me, it's with what the word of God says. So I elaborate on these verses in the study that I do. And I'm not going to do that right now because, again, if I go down that rabbit trail, I'm going to be, you know, two, three parts and I've already covered this. So I give you the links and I'll get in that second. But it says, I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. And I, I really believe that's that application is is um, in some type of church setting, okay, where, you know, not to be like, it's not like she walks around all the time in silence or whatever, but in a church setting in that regard. Um, for Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in transgression. Adam knew what he was doing. The woman was genuinely deceived, Eve, okay? So, Women have their strengths and men have their strengths, okay? Women have their weaknesses and men have their weaknesses. That's what this is about. It's not about being chauvinistic. It's about biblical headship and weaknesses that are, that are inherent in both men and women. And I get into that in the teaching. I don't want to say much more on it. Now, Cindy and Mike Jacobs are a charismatic Christian power couple with Cindy being the clear lead. 
So she's not in subjection to her husband at all. If she was, she wouldn't be doing, she's not in biblical subjection either to God, because if she was doing that, she would not be doing what she's doing, which essentially is acting in the capacity of a pastoral type of elder type role where she's teaching both men and women and has been doing so for 35 years. Yet she thinks she's doing God's service. And that's bare minimum. Maybe she's just a closet Luciferian knowing exactly what she's doing. Who knows? I would, I would, I would err on the side of closet Luciferian much more than I would any other thing. Um, so she's the clear lead in this charismatic power couple. What does the Bible say? Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, this is in a biblical marriage, okay, where the male is being the proper head over the wife. That's rare now, extremely rare. Now, the best books I know of on marriage, okay, are from Dr. Roy Branson. You can key in Roy Branson, B-R-A-N-S-O-N, I believe, Roy Branson, Pastor Roy Branson. He's on my email list. And he's wrote a two-volume set. The first one is If Thou Marry. And then the next part is Thou Hast Not Sinned, I believe. Um, but one of them is on divorce, and one of them is on what you look for biblically in a spouse prior to being married. It's the best book I've ever... Those, those two books are the best, most biblically based grounded books i've ever seen on the subject and he gets into some verse verses particularly in the one on divorce that you probably never they're in the bible many places but pastors don't tend to elaborate on them they're incredible i would defer you to that regarding this subject because that is a whole can of worms that again i could do probably a 20 part teaching on and i just don't have the time to do it he's already done it He's already done a better job than I could ever do. Okay, so, and he's got a website, and, and if you can, Roy Branson, um, Pastor Roy Branson, and If Thou Marry, I don't know. It's a two-volume set. They're, they're blue hardcover books. He doesn't charge very much for them. I'd highly advise getting those. But anyway, Ephesians 5.22, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Okay, and Christ is the Savior of the body. Okay, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. That's, you know, you can't say that now. Can't say that. But I will, I will also say that there's very few instances now where the husband is actually a real solid biblical head to the wife. That's, that's, the ab, that's the, not the norm anymore. So it's a mess. It's a total mess. And, and I realize that. And that's why I just say, I refer to those books on that. And then I also refer to my teaching titled, What Can Women Do for the Lord? Now you can just key that in or women in the search box at contendingfortruth.com or I posted it here. It'll be on probably page 11 of the PDF for December 7th, 2020. And I'll just kind of give you an overview of the table of contents. In this study, we will primarily be looking at the subject of what women can do for the Lord and women pastors, question mark, 
the biblical qualification for pastors, elders, deacons, and spiritual overseers. We will be taking an in-depth biblical look at the most common arguments some use to authorize women having biblical offices that only men are supposed to hold. That being Deborah of Judges and the daughters and handmaidens who prophesy in Acts 2.17 and 18 and the daughters of Philip, Acts 21.8 and 9. Because these are the verses that a lot of times people will use. Well, what about these? The, the women will use in order to justify their position. Okay, now they might point to those verses, but they don't have an answer for all the other clear scriptural verses where it says you're not supposed to do this. Okay, they don't have that. They'll just point at those to the exclusion of the other verses. And then if they're using a watered down New Age Bible version, it makes it all the more easier because they're more politically correct and they may not say anything against women preachers at all. That's why I stick with the KJV, the King James. Okay. There are two errors among Christians. And if you want to know more about that key in King James in the keyword search box at Contending for Truth Doc, I've done tons of studies on King James. Okay. I actually, this study that I'm talking about here, I did it on February 3rd, 2008. So it was quite a while ago I did this. Um, there are two errors among Christians in regard to women's ministries. Number one, some teach that women can do anything, which is not scriptural. Well, men can't either. Men can't just do whatever they want either. There's limitations on all of us. Okay. And then two, others teach that women can do almost nothing which is also not scriptural. Godly women have a large role in the work of God, though they have limitations and they're, as men do, and there are some restrictions upon their work. These are restrictions given by the word of God. And in this study, we will be endeavoring to present these with the rationale behind these restrictions that have been given by the Lord. Okay, so that's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, going further, here's a brief bio from Morningstar Ministries, and I believe Morningstar is uh, Rick Joyner, who's also one of those really hyper-charismatic, NAR, New Apostolic Reformation dudes. Um, I believe you, I, I have passed his, going up to Boone, where I'm at. Yeah, he's got, he's got like a place up there going toward Boone in North Carolina, nor, northern, northwestern North Carolina. Anyway, Cindy Jacobs is a respected prophet who travels the so now she's a prophet too okay who travels the world ministry not only to crowds of people but also the heads of nations perhaps her greatest ministry is to the world influencers who seek her prophetic advice and um well let's look at that a little bit okay so what's this report oh it says back in early march 2020 christian false prophet cindy jacobs declares the coronavirus is illegal and will cease worldwide because of Jesus. What? Yeah. Did, didn't you know that? Back this year, this 35-year prophetess that has gotten numerous prophecies wrong, which according to Deuteronomy 18, all you got to do is get one wrong to make you a false prophet. And back then, it was punishable by death. But see, there's no fear of God now. So you can make all the false prophecies in the world and you don't got to worry about anybody taking you out and stoning you. There was a guy that I just got an email, um, I don't know, three weeks ago, some guy saying, some black guy that was, um, and I'm not saying that because I'm prejudiced, I'm just saying it was a black guy, because most of it's white people doing this, but in this case, it was a black guy. 
I don't know, prophet dude, saying all this stuff about how we're going to be invaded by Russia and China before November is out. And this cataclysm is going to happen, and this one. And I replied back, I did a group reply, and I said, I just hope that when, if this guy's prophecies, because it was the first time I had heard of him, do not come to pass, and we'll know in one week, because I got it like a week before November was out, that he is held accountable and called out as a false prophet. Guess what? None of that happened. Now, do we have really tough times ahead? Yeah, I do believe that. I mean, look at the book of Revelation, Daniel, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Matthew 24. <laughs> yeah, we got some, and that's just some. I mean, it's the main ones, but uh, I'm not saying we don't got tough times ahead. But this guy was making specific prophecies that were time dependent. Now, if you've ever followed anybody, this is a gigantic problem within Christendom where and I'm sorry to say, but most of these are women prophets doing this, okay? And that's a partly why I'm doing this, this teaching today. I believe I got convicted about this because I have seen so many prophecies, particularly in the last four to five years, and they are hardcore. I mean, these are things that are like, you know, God speaking, and it's all this really, 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 like, just scary stuff coming supposedly from God. And about some cataclysm and, and it's going to happen that are time dependent. So far, I haven't read one yet that's come to pass. Okay. Now, I'm not saying they're all false. But I would be very leery about any person that's coming out and saying, Thus saith the Lord, this is going to happen within this time period. You watch them like a hawk. The problem is, is there's very few people, if any, watching these people. Because... What I would love to see is someone start a website, and I, this, this needed to be done 20 years ago, okay, where they followed. They, the, their whole ministry was dedicated to one thing, following these supposed prophets and documenting when their prophecies do not come to pass. Do you know how needed that is? And then you could just go up there and key in, uh, uh, search keyword search for, um, okay, um, this Cindy Jacobs. False prophecies or whatever. I mean, let, let's look at her prophecies, how they come to pass. Well, no, she's got it wrong about every single time she's ever opened her mouth. Okay? And then that's all you need to know. And then you have that as ammunition to know, you know, I'm not going to follow this person. I don't want anything to do with this person. Not only that, I mean, you know, that, that, would, be, that would be a great thing I think that would be needed. Now, it's we're so far down the road and we're so far into the game that... Um, you know, I, I mean, it still would be great, but I don't know how much more time we have left. Well, who knows? Maybe we've got a lot more time. But I just feel like that would be a huge thing. I could never do it. I've got files on a lot of these people, which kind of does accomplish what I just mentioned. But, man, it would be nice if there was a dedicated website that just did that, that just called out and documented all these false prophets out there. Um, I, I just, I, I think it's hugely important. Anyway, going back to this. So she's already said, she said in 2020, she declared back in early March, the Cindy Jacobs, and this is just one of her false prophecies, she declared the coronavirus is, quote, illegal and will cease worldwide because of Jesus. Well, how's that working out for you, Cindy? 
But see, here's the problem. She's probably as big and haughty as ever. Like, like she never said that. Or God changed his mind or something. That's how it always goes. And my people love to have it so, like the Bible says. When I was in the charismatic movement, one of the biggest things I saw were, you know, I'd go to a thing and I'd have somebody come up to me. Oh, Brother Johnson, I got a personal word for you. Oh, you're going to do this and you're going to do that and, and whatever. Or you need to do this and do that. And sometimes I would act on these things. And when I did, I realized they had not heard from God at all. Okay. Um, this happened over and over and over. So you had people in the church doing it. You had all their false prophets in major televangelistic type of ministries doing it. And they prophesize all these big, great things. They wouldn't come to pass. And then it was almost like, okay, let's go to the next prophet. Get my ears tickled a little bit more. Go to the next shiny thing where I can get my, where I can get more deceived and be brought into more bondage. And, and, you know, I, I thank God he got me out of all that. That was the norm. Okay. And I was, I was in the most hardcore sect of charismania you could get for a time. Not very long. It was about a, about a year. Pentecostal movement for probably about another year. And then I went to hard, hardcore charismania for, well, I mean, year, year and a half. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say exactly, but it was enough for me to know in the end that this is extremely dangerous stuff. Okay. Um, so this doesn't surprise me one bit. Another false prophecy there. Then it says here, um, March 6, 2020, good news in a silly but not surprising development. Cindy Jacobs, a popular Christian quote prophet, self-described faith healer, so she claims that too, and co-founder of Generals International, has issued a degree decree that the coronavirus will cease worldwide, end of quote. Right Wing Watch then reported, respected prophet Cindy Jacob assures everyone that intercessors are on this as she declares the coronavirus to be illegal and orders it to cease worldwide. Oh, really? You ordered to cease worldwide? Well, Cindy, that didn't really work out too good for you. Now, you can say, well, yeah, but it's not really real. Listen, the whole COVID agenda is not cease worldwide, though. Okay? It hasn't died. It's only... 20 times worse since March regarding where we're at on the timetable. And we're going to go over that today. So then there's another report here. It says Cindy Jacobs inadvertent admission that she and the apostolic council of prophet elders are false prophets. That There's a link you can click on if you want to see that. So Cindy isn't operating in the pro prophetic gifts of the Lord. She is a prophet of, of another Lord known as Baal. Operating in the power of self, asserting her will as the will of God. Okay, so the Bible says to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. For by, and by good words and fair speeches, they deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans uh, 16 verse 17. I might have got that reversed, but yeah. So we're supposed to um, mark them. Yeah, it's, it's Romans 16, verse uh, 17 and 18. Okay, what I, is what I just quoted you. So we're supposed to mark them. And that's not done very much. Okay, it is biblical. Why? Because you don't want another person to fall under their spell. You don't want another Christian to be deceived by this person. 
but it's not done hardly ever you know oh do you even want to create division among the brethren or whatever touch not thou gods he's not gods the city of jacob isn't god's anointed she's satan's anointed i'm doing as the bible commands me and because this is not being done is a gigantically major reason why the church the so-called church is in the shape that it's in because it, the norm is that we've got devils leading people that call themselves christians that's the norm so no wonder things are such a mess says they serve their own belly that's their own carnal desires and almost every single time when you look at these people can you imagine that the net worth of cindy jacobs and mike what i mean unless they've squandered the money you know kenneth kenneth copeland's bragged that he's went over the one billion dollar mark he's got his own airport jesus christ didn't have a place to lay his head according to the word of god but it's biblical for them to just get rich and, and fleece the flock that's fine when they probably give almost or very very little proportionately to like the poor the orphans the widows the the needy and those types of things so and even if they did still want to make them biblical <laughs> so when that wouldn't undo all the bad they're doing so i'm going to go ahead and try to get this part of the uh the teaching and now this i said all that to say this where i'm playing this dr june regardless now i don't believe what she's doing is biblical okay regarding going up there and doing bible studies to both men and women and i, I know i'm going to step on some toes i probably have a lot of people but what i just said is my case okay what i just said in my teaching on this subject is my case i do think that dr june is doing some of the best work on exposing trump i do believe that 100 i don't think what she's doing though regarding the bible studies which she does seems like one about every day or every other day is biblical i don't think she has there's bible for that because of what i just stated and this is why i'm so unpopular in in um christian circles because i tend to call people out and again i'm not doing it in a malicious way am i therefore become your enemy because i tell you the truth galatians 4 16 most of the time you will because most of the time what you're going to hear is no god called me to do this okay so god called you to do something contradictory to what the bible clearly says about women in ministry that's what you're telling me okay god is not the author of confusion i am the lord god i changeth not is what the bible says about god he's not going to change or bend the rules for somebody so i'm just saying but i do think she's got some great information about trump let's go ahead and listen to this this video here and i know that's gonna i'm, I'm probably i'm sure that'll get me a whole lot of unsubscribes on there but again can you can you refute what i just said biblically is what i would say to and it's most likely going to be a woman that gets angry over what i just said okay and i know oh that's chauvinistic well, i'm just telling you that's that's the only people i've had problems with this subject about or that i've got some some guys there's this there's this one particular gentleman longtime listener of mine out in let's just say just say he's out in the west coast he's emailed me and written me over the years and told me that his wife hates me so bad that i can't even bring up your name she gets violent it was when i i think one of the things that set her off was when i did the teaching on disney that my 10 part where i showed they were pet a pedophile network oh that was and then and it's like really 
he's had to get different email addresses to communicate with me with he has to he i have to when if i send him anything it's to an alternate mailing address where she doesn't know about this is the state of affairs that is not so far from normal in america where the women rule over the men a lot of the times and i'm not saying you know i'm i'm I mean, all I can think is that, you know, she's not in proper biblical subjection to her husband. I mean, I don't need to, I'm not trying to talk bad about the guy, but this has been years of this, years and years of this. And it's just amazing to me how this is just the norm, how far we've strayed from biblical standards. It defies and boggles the imagination, but I'm a bad guy for pointing it out, you know? The Bible says, you know, seek ye the old paths, wherein is wisdom. Well, the old paths is just the Bible, okay? But there's so many things in the Bible that offends these people that are, you know, they don't believe that way, no matter what the Word of God says. So let's go ahead and um, play this. Okay, how many remembers us talking about this before, about the 2,700 evangelicals? Yes. Remember, I told you it was 2,700, but now it is up to over 7,000 evangelicals. Yep. I really can't imagine. Hey, it's probably way over that by now. This is from, she's, she's got an article from the Christian Post, and that was written back in August 21st, 2,700 evangelicals. And this is, um, I reported on this. No, I'm sorry. Let me she didn't say this yet but it's 20, 2700 now it's 7000 these are main line evangelical pastors or people in places of leadership in America that are politicizing the coronavirus and urging Christians and this was back in August to take the stinking vaccine potentially soul damning change your and rewrite your DNA Fill you full of nanorobots that will be updated by the 5G, turning you into a cyborg, cultured off aborted babies. And that's just the tip of the iceberg vaccine. Do you realize the punishment for these people in hell? I, I don't. I don't think any of us can comprehend it. Because if you're in a position of leadership or teaching, to whom much is given, much is required. And you're at a higher accountability for what you're putting out. These people are openly, these pastors, the, these hirelings that are doing it for the money. They're doing it for the hire. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Satan's ministers that can appear as ministers of light like Satan. They, I mean, they can appear as, oh, so righteous. What a godly prayer. But they're ministers of Satan. I mean, I, I can't even listen to AFR, the, the supposed Christian. I just, I rebuked them the other day. They sent me something in the mail. And I, I basically said, I said, um, take me out of your database completely. And something to the effect of, um, uh, I mean, that's America Family Radio. And they're, you know, supposedly on the cutting edge. Totally in lockstep with the, with the whole COVID agenda. The vaccines, I've heard him say, just like Sean Handy, oh, the vaccine's coming, that'll be a good thing, take the test, wear the masks, no controversy whatsoever. Literally, the biggest 9,000 pound AIDS-infested gorilla in the room 
that is going to gobble up the already lukewarm Christians and most likely seal their fate. Now, I'm not saying God's not big enough to change things. I'm just saying from a collective standpoint, it doesn't look good for the lukewarm Christians. Okay? And they won't warn one thing about it. Not a thing. No, it's all good, in fact. Obey Romans 13. Obey whatever the government tells you to do. You take the mark of the beast, you do that. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine is the mark of the beast, but it's the closest thing we've ever seen. It's, it's mark of the beast-like. In some aspects. Okay, I got into this in previous studies. But no, it's not in the mark of the beast. We went over that last week, in the, the, the whole mark of the beast flowchart thing that we got into. And they sit there and they say, you, you need to take this. This is good. 7,000 of these lukewarm, most likely a lot of them are actually FEMA clergy response team, closet ones, because they don't, they're sworn not to tell their congregations they're yoked up with FEMA. Just poised to set up, sell out their congregations. They've already done it. They've, they're collecting database. They're data mining on all the... So the government knows exactly where they live and where they got to go if they get out of line. They're going to be telling them, you know, come to the church most likely to get your vaccines. Or go wherever you got to to get your vaccines. It is so sickening. And this is the norm, guys. This is the norm. It's not some aberration. At least in America. And I would say in most other places, UK, uh, Canada, um, most parts of the world probably, to a certain extent. I mean... This is the strong delusion, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It's all I can think. At least it's the part of it. It's, it's, it's the start and part. And it's only going to get worse, most likely. But 700 in jail for against politicizing coronavirus urge Christians to take vaccines. They say we are deeply concerned about the polarization and politicization of science in the public square when so many lives are at stake. <laughs> yeah. The word science has become a weapon. In so the many lives over the scamdemic that basically they're counting anything, any kind of flu deaths at this point, any kind of influenza, anything like that. That's where they're, and then they're faking the debt and they're counting, you know, people that come in there with, you know, heart attacks and all kind of other stuff as COVID deaths because that's how they get paid. And then they got all the false positives from the PCR tests. And all the other garbage that we've documented over and over and over. But it's, but see, they're going, see, this is, this was my, for me, this was when things became so crystal clear. I wondered in my own mind, is there going to be a sect of the 501c3 church that is going to go against this clearly satanic agenda? I haven't seen it so far. Now, there may be little pockets, little churches here and there that might have figured this out and maybe are understanding this, but they're not the norm and they're and they're not being given much of a voice. There, I know there's some, but it's a very tiny minority, okay? And that is scary, sad, on levels I can't even comprehend. Cultural war. Scientists are vilified and their findings ignored while conspiracy theories go viral. So, yeah. basically... I give you facts. Tons of them every week. It's not theories. They're facts. 
Okay, they're just facts that the New World Order hopes you don't find out about in the hopes that the church don't find out about. And, and never pray about it because they don't want anybody in the 501c3 church given one ounce of prayer over any of this stuff. They are asking you to take the vaccine. And now this is well over 7,000 people. So they say, we call on all Christians to follow the advice of public health experts and support scientists during crucial biomedical research on COVID-19. <laughs> Sickening. And you can actually see the full list over here. Let's see. Here's Christian Post. All right. All right. Sickening. Okay. Let's see here. Here it is. It's a Christian statement yep. from BioLogos. Yeah. Shows all these people wearing masks on their homepage. BioLogos is, is the original one that I did this report on, okay, where we got into all this. See the signatories. Read the statement. Join the, it says here, over 6,500 other Christians and add your name. Now, most of these are pastors. Or somebody in biblical leadership at church. So these are people that influence tons of other Christians. So uh, I, I I can't even. It's it's just almost incomprehensible, the wickedness that is just the norm now. Let's see how many it's up to now. Okay, so it still stops at seven thousand. But I guarantee it's well over that. But do you know how many people those 7,000 pastors and people in biblical leadership influence? Can you imagine the blood that's going to be on their hands? Not just for this, but for just the whole lukewarm thing and never really giving them the truth over all these years? Can you imagine? I, I can't, I don't even want to imagine. You know? They're asking you to do, Brad. All of you Christians out there, they're asking you to wear a mask, get vaccinated, correct misinformation. And this is what they mean by that. Correct misinformation and conspiracy theories when we encounter them in our social media and communities. Uh, Christians are called to love the truth. Oh, we are. We should You're right. be swayed by false isn't that Isn't that ironic that Christians are called to love the truth? And we should not be swayed by falsehoods. You're right. I couldn't agree with you more. And isn't it ironic that they're actually the ones putting out the falsehoods that are so easily debunkable? And that they have no love for the truth because they love their father, the devil, and of his works and of his lusts, they will do. Now, they may think they're doing God's service, but the Bible says there's going to come a day when they that kill you the, the true Christians are going to think they're doing God's service. And I guarantee you, a lot of these people will fall into that classification because they're so demon-possessed and so deluded that they think that getting this, giving this soul-damning vaccine that they're going to get is the right thing to recommend to their parishioners. And they haven't even looked into it, to what's in it. They're just blindly believing these pharmacia, sorcery, medical pharma cartel devils telling them that the vaccines are good and that we'll get back to normal and then, you know, that money will start flowing more back in when we can get all the people back into the churches and all this other stuff. That's probably all they're really caring about is this life and getting back to normal. 
we're never going to get back to normal. Okay. They may, they may have some semblance of that, but you know, it's just sickening. We will actively promote accurate scientific Lies. and public health information from trustworthy consensus sources. No. And, and all that is lies. Everything they just said there is, is an absolute total lie from the pit of hell. But, you know, if you don't do your homework, if, you, if you're not like a Berean, like the Bible says, seek these things out to see if they be so. If you're not like the men of Issachar, who were understanding, they were understanding the times they were living in, you know, if you're not seeking for truth as though it's like fine gold and silver like the Bible talks about in Proverbs, and that's why this ministry is called Contending for Truth. Well, if, if, if truth doesn't mean that much to you, and you're just kind of swayed by whatever, well, you're going to fall into this trap most likely, unless God intervenes. This information when making decisions about our families, churches, schools, and workplaces. So the deal is, okay, so you want everybody to believe what source? Who who is the ones that's telling you what source? Okay, for instance, Brad, I'm a source. I am a White House correspondent. I'm reading you the actual documents from the White House, but guess what? Many of the Christians don't want to hear about it, even though it's truth. Yep. Why is that, Brian? Because it goes against their narrative. So when you're trying to say that you're basing all this on truth, uh, we can really say that may not be true because it is the source of truth that you want. Okay. Okay, so let's continue here. All right, let's see here. First of all, good evening, everybody. Good evening. I have a whole lot of news to give you tonight, okay? So, you know, my news, my broadcasts are pretty long for right now until, you know, I get help when I can make them shorter. So just work with me, okay? All right, the next thing they're doing is working for justice. Now, this is that BioLogos mission statement of these 7,000 sellouts. For justice for communities who have suffered the most deaths from COVID-19. What a joke. Okay, so basically... Honestly, this just sounds very, very similar to the United Nations uh, propaganda. They're in absolute lockstep with Satan on all this. I, I told you, Brad, that when we did the... Casting down of the idols, that was one of the idols, was what? Social justice. This is where people partner together in the name of justice. And they go against God and the the truth of God because they, they merge with idols. Okay, so then it says to pray. We pray for God to heal the millions of sick, to comfort the thousands and whatnot. Okay, so... They have all the different people that have partnered together. They've got the list on here of all the people. Yeah, they show them all. We do see some of the president's task force on there, like right here, Samuel Rodriguez. Trump, from Trump's team. He is there. Okay, so look at this, Brian. All right, so there's that. I want to show you one of the big dogs. One of the big dogs. Now, okay. (laughs) Okay. Why did I talk about Cindy Jacobs all of a sudden? Why was that just some aberrant? No, 
Now she's going to tell you about Generals International, Cindy Jacobs and Mike Jacobs' ministry, the false prophetess, the devil that I just talked about. Well, she's part of that, of the... Um, these 7,000 people because she's hearing from God so clearly her God, Satan, that he told her to go to BioLogos and be one of these 7,000 signatories that were, are going to tell your congregations, just like all the charismatic outlets that I've seen, Sid Roth and, and the 700 club and, and all these other ones out there that are not doing, not saying a word about how the vaccines are horrible. They're not even looking at that. Nothing, 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 nothing. They're just going to tell you to take it, take the tests, wear your masks. That shows you clearly, and it should be as easy for anyone to figure out nowadays with anyone with eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, how stinking satanic that 99% of the, of the, quote, Christian ministries online are. Because if they're not talking about this and condemning it, then they're most likely on the side of Satan because this is incredibly, incredibly important. I mean, we're talking rewriting your DNA and they're just saying, go right along with it. Oh God, God, God led me to, to be this uh, prophetess or prophet or whoever. I'm not going to say a word against the vaccine. That's all. That's, I'll leave that up to the, the, to the MDs. Yeah, okay. That's convenient. But it's made my job extremely easy. Gee, it's just like you start to realize how few there are that are actually not going to go along with Satan's agenda. Because these these big boys here, these 7,000 people that have signed on to this, I'm not, I'm not saying they're all whatever, but I think a very, very good majority. They're, how many thousands upon thousands upon thousands are they influencing not only just in America, but around the world? Because, you know, Cindy Jacobs, that's, that's a minister that's been around for 35 years and went all over the world. So there's going to be so much blood on their hands, I can't even comprehend. They, all I can think is they got no fear of God at all. None at the end of the day. From the evangelicals. The very one who comes to the White House all the time. She goes to Trump Hotel all the time hosting her events. Okay, now for some reason she will not call out Cindy Jacobs. She won't say her name. But I'm telling you, she's on her website, Generals International. Cindy Jacobs is the head of it. Okay? Now I understand Paula White does that too. And we've talked a lot about how wicked and evil Paula White is. But this is not Paula White's website. This is Generals International, right on their webpage. That's who we're talking about here. And um, and it's so, it's so unbelievable because this devil, Mike and Cindy Jacobs, has on their website um, a time for Issachar eyes. Remember I just said about the men of Issachar? How they were how they were commended for being men of understanding of the times. Well, their, their uh, messed up Bible version, the NLT, whichever that one is, New Living, I don't know, who knows. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. Okay? Essentially, what we're talking about here. They used that verse to get you to take the soul damning COVID-19 
vaccine. Take your pick. AstraZeneca, uh, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Pfizer, whatever, whatever devil one you want to get that's going to rewrite your DNA and turn you into a cyborg. Cultured off aborted babies. They're not going to say a word about any of that because they are of their father, the devil. And they love Satan. I really believe these people are closet Luciferians, a very good percentage of them. If, if At bare minimum, they are the most deceived, deluded devils walking the planet. The, and if the blind lead the blind, they both fall into a ditch. So they have the stinking audacity to use the verse that I just quoted in 1 Chronicles 12, 32 about the tribe of Issachar being men of understanding of the times to actually try to browbeat their followers into taking the vaccines. Um, it, it's unbelievable. The thing is, is that they have went and they're a signatory on this BioLogos, one of 7,000 people like her and Mike, okay, which is telling you to take the vaccine. And they're acting like this verse in Issachar, when you take the vaccine and you take the test, you're men and women of, that are understanding the times we're living in. They're twisting it all around. The exact opposite application is how they're trying to use it. It is so perverse and evil and sick, I, I can't even... Do you understand why I said all the stuff that led up to this point now in the teaching? Because I wanted you to understand who Cindy Jacobs was before Dr. June started talking about her. There's a huge prayer network in Clarks in uh, Washington, D.C. This is on her website called generals.org. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is called... It's Generals International. That is Mike and Cindy Jacobs' 35-year uh, ministry slash... And I, I obviously didn't have a website for that long because we didn't have the internet back then, but... Um, that's, it's very, very um, long-standing. Stabilizing the global economy. And this is called what? The Reformation Prayer Network. Now, you know, the new episode Reformation, the NAR. Yes. Uh, she, she is one of the heads of NAR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you notice here that she has. Like, Again, she's someplace where, oh, biblical headship, please spare me. She's one of the leaders, not only her ministry, but of the new apostolic reformation. Because see, in that particular vein, there's a whole bunch of stuff the Bible just does away with, evidently. We don't need to worry about, you know, the, all those all those guidelines for, for, for pastors and, and, and stuff like that and people in, in biblical leadership. We, we can throw all that by the wayside. Because see, God's doing a new thing. That's how they'll justify it. And they'll get a new word from God. A word that totally contradicts the word of God, but it doesn't matter because, see, God's doing a new thing. And see, this is how cults get started. Whenever you start throwing, putting aside the word of God and say, well, I'm going to just do it my way. I know God spoke to me. No, God didn't speak to you if it's contradictory to the word of God. Satan did, though, or one of his little helpers. That's how you know. You compare it with the word of God. About the Reformation prayer network, the seven mountains. And also, uh, she is on the, the president's uh, prayer team. So I want you to see what she is telling the nation right here. You ready? 
Currently, we just don't know how widespread this COVID-19 epidemic will be. How many people will it kill? What can be done to mitigate its effects or when the curve will flatten? And no one knows precisely when shelter-in-place lifts, when businesses will restart or life returns to normal. We do know that this too shall pass and that our path out of times of crisis will have some predictability. This is the time for the body of Christ, the Ecclesia, to see the world with this Akar eyes and to exercise our authority via the keys of the kingdom to facilitate the changes in the culture in the wake of chaos. Well, now let's step back a minute and look at this, Brian. Did you hear one warning there about the... the soul damage vaccines coming or how the tests are totally you know bogus giving false positives and they can be implanting you with and how the, the horrible things that the masks are doing you hear anything about that no i, I sure didn't when i sorry there's some bad audio in here it's, it's not on my end it's on hers it, it gets better this about the apostolic reformation okay the new apostolic reformation they're supposed to be the mightiest people on the planet yeah because they believe in the power of their mouth they are dominionists so yeah. they believe that out of their mouth they can change the world mm -hmm. they believe in healing supernatural they tell everybody if you don't believe in the supernatural something's wrong with you like what is well, now, I, I will say that God's still the same today, yesterday, forever. And I do believe God's going to do supernatural things. But it's the, the charismatics, they seek after a sign. And, and the Bible says, is woe unto them that seek after a sign. You know, we're not supposed to base our religion like Catholics do and a lot of the charismatics on the next sign or wonder. Because when the Antichrist, the false prophet come, they're going to deceive the whole world through sorcery and lying signs and wonders. Okay, so that's the primary method whereby they're going to work through. We're not supposed to go by that. We're supposed to go by what the Word of God says and not be swayed by signs and wonders and miracles and pharmacy and all this other stuff. With your faith that you cannot believe for your own healing or all these other miraculous things. Uh, so we have seen the light about these people uh, since all of this happened because where is all that now? Where is all of the speaking to the coronavirus? Where is the speaking? But I, I thought Cindy, Cindy uh, Jacobs was the one that said it's going to be gone back in early March. She said it's whatever, illegal or something. And that it's all going to be gone. Well, it's still here. I mean, even if you believe whether it's real or not, the agenda is 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 so much further advanced. So she's a liar. Now she's backpedaling and making this statement, saying, you know, and then 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 she then she uh, signs on to the BioLogos thing where it says to take the vaccines. Wow, she's really. But see, this is typical among charismatic devil preachers and prophets and prophetesses. It's typical. Not only charismatics, but. Uh, online stuff almost all the online things the the ministries most of them are like this most of them are not preaching against this they're beholden to the state because of their 501c3 status 
They're doing what the state tells them to do. There's certain things they're supposed to say and not supposed to say. And they're in spiritual bondage and chains that they don't see because they didn't see it when they signed that 501c3 getting yoked up with the government. They didn't see the spiritual chains that started coming on them and the blindness that was happening to them way back when because they were cemetery, I mean seminary trained and the seminaries told them to do it. That's why I'm so glad I was never cemetery trained. Because for most people, it's a death sentence. It was from what I can see. I'm not saying all seminaries are bad, but man alive. I mean, what, what else can I think? I look at the fruit of this wickedness and I look at how the church is going along with this. What else am I to think? All that is going around traveling and laying hands on the sick that they shall recover and all this. It is out the window. The main objective is their partnership with the um what do you call that the israel deal uh zionism okay the word has slipped me but it's the deal where uh they have partnered with israel zionism zionist there you go it's their zionist agenda so if you cannot stand up to the beast right now and speak to that mountain and tell it to go when it's the beast taking over people and you know that technology has mixed in with the vaccine, mm -hmm. and you're going to tell all these people to take the vaccine, then where is the faith there? It's sickening. Absolutely, totally sickening. Now, I am so far over on time on this segment. I apologize. Hope this will upload. God bless you, and we will see you in part two.